Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show jam. jam. Woo! Cue! But not a non. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, it's us. We back. We Let me are stop fidgeting with that receipt. With we, another episode. That's right. Ooh, we are back. Oh, we are back. That's right. We're gonna get in the zone. Oh, you know. You know. I couldn't find another word that rhymes with episode. <laughs> that was good. Episode, get in the zone. Yeah. That was great, actually. Oh, thank you. Hype. Hi. Got it's- me on the speaker. <laughs> It's another episode of the Freak Show. Jam. And then there we go. In that red BMW, we got another girl wearing the mask incorrectly with her nose outside. Oh, geez. What is what's with that? Like, why? What's with people wearing the like wearing the mask with your nose out at that level? Why are you wearing a mask? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Because I want to see her. Maybe her nose is just too big. Then then wear a bigger mask. We're look, a towel. Look, look. We're oh a no, freaking... She, she took her mask off already. Wait, wait. She's going back in. Oh, my goodness. She's about to go in without a mask? I don't know if she has a mask on. She must have a mask. She's about to just go... Oh, okay, her nose yeah, is out. Do. You saw her nose? Why is her nose out? <sighs> Jesus. <sighs> yes. We are going to be on Mask Patrol. <laughs> it's a spinoff of Paw Patrol. It is, but we mm. have no dogs. Although, they were the cutest dogs over there. Because they're grooming... And there was a guy with three dogs, and the three dogs were just barking, and the guy was just staring at them. <laughs> like, are y'all gonna shut up? It was actually pretty funny. It was cute. Like, so y'all just gonna be fools up in public? Yeah, and they were. It's funny because they were all in three different sizes. Oh. So it was like the big, medium, and the smaller one, but it was it was funny. That's nice. It's like a. It's like one of those storybooks. Yeah, and he was just staring at them. Like, I could see, like, with his mask, just staring at them. Like, really? Y'all just gonna bark at everyone that just passes by? Because he was waiting to go in. It was funny. Poor man. It's Three like dogs. I mean, I have one and my hands are full. <laughs> but you know they're not gonna let me in. You know they're not gonna let me into this place with y'all barking like this. Right? Right, it's like they knew they were going for a haircut. Uh, I remember back when, uh, back when I used to walk all three dogs. Ooh. Oh, well, I remember when you used to walk two, and I would walk with you. I would take one, you would take the other, because they would like to like interlock each other. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how that was with three. Oh Jesus, no. I miss them all, but um, that that walking was definitely there were there were points where I would start walking them separately. I would sometimes just walk, uh, just walk one. Uh, the most energetic one, and then the other two. Yeah. No, no. I have one in my hands. I mean, you hear me sometimes fighting with her at night. It's like, why are you in my area? Like, your bed is over there. Yo, and she just gives me a look. to sleep, like, on top of you. Yeah, she does it sometimes. She'll just lay on top of me. Or in, like, the middle of your bed. Yeah. Goodness. This morning, I woke up with her, like, like I was, I, I sleep on my stomach. So she was, like, basically, like, between my stomach and my hip. She was just there, there curled up. Oh, wow. And I was like, Cookie, do I kick you off now or later? And she's just staring at me, and then she just got comfortable again. It's like, all right, girl, you do you. But then she got mad at me because I moved, and she left my room. <laughs> yeah. All right, so before we get into all the serious topics. I'm trying to, like, open this up without. So before we get into all the serious topics, 
we need to talk about last week's episode of the falcon and the oh Rose. my goodness yeah spoiler alert again because because we got to do it we have to do it because it's so good. It's so... It was intense. And we it was one episode left. There was just so much going on. This is intense, baby. <laughs> curbside order. That is intense. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no curbside order. <laughs> but it was intense. You saw the time? Yes. Okay. It was, uh, it was intense. It was one of those things that we were like on the edge of our seats the entire time yeah i i would say it was up it was definitely up there in with uh, episode four in terms of tension but episode four had way more action yeah no i think this one was more of a little bit preparing you for what's to come in episode six yeah like we open right up with just um john walker running away Mm-hmm. He ran off after he killed what was it, Nico? Yeah. Nico, the flag smasher. Um, I don't know what kind of red he's seeing because he witnessed, he witnessed Carly kill Battlestar, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. But he keeps saying it was Nico. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess, I guess he sees them as one entity. He doesn't see them as individuals anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you know, the the super serum's just driving him crazy. You got me blue cheese. Oh, about that. Oh, yeah, is, blue cheese didn't come with your meal. Who's that for? That's uh, that's for Delano. Well, damn. Delano know he's gonna be hooking me up with some blue cheese. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Okay. Goodness. <laughs> Cute. How so, much is a blue cheese thing? Um, it's like a dollar or something. Oh but I'll, fuck I'll just, no! You that's, know what, baby? Next time you go to Publix, get me a blue cheese thing and just have it in your fridge. <laughs> One of those things is like a dollar something. That's true. I'll, I'll, I'll see. Because last time I asked them for sauce, like they just gave it to me. Okay. So I don't know. I'll see. I just I don't have any cash on me. Um. So yeah, we open right up with him running off. And uh, Sam and Bucky, they catch up to him. Well, then they, they they find him in the same warehouse, so they I guess they they kind of sort of corner him. Yeah. And and right away we have a fight. Uh, uh, well, not not right away because we have Sam trying to talk him down, trying to kind of you know kind of like kind of like what you you know that was messed up, but it's not too late, you know. Mm-hmm. Sam is I guess. He's really trying to be he's really trying to be on this on this note of like everyone can be redeemed until they can't. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants it's it seems like it seems like they're talking him down until until Sam says, Give me the shield. Yeah, and then that's like that's what you wanted. Yeah. You just wanted this. You because just, I'm a white entitled man and I deserve this shield. Basically. I am the face of a ma- Okay, not like that. But he are. might as well have been. <laughs> Be- but you because, that's that's some foreshadowing. Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for just a sec. Um it was like how to word it. It was like um What is it? 
it felt it felt like watching Fox News, honestly, or or, or it felt like you know being in a comment fight with one of the with with a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Only that Trump supporter has the shield. Now, I mean, what I I figured they were just thinking like, okay, so that was recorded, that's viral, like that shit's gonna you know they predicted what uh, what ultimately happened to him, and they're like they're gonna take the shield away. You know, we kind of got to... That shield belongs to Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. It was created by... Uh, it's created by Stark Industries, right? Yeah. It was created by Stark Industries, given to Steve. It was kind of, sort of, owned by... Co-owned by Steve and S.H.I.E.L.D., but really Steve. Uh, during basically his run his his the main part of his run uh in the mcu then at the end of civil war uh iron man said like you know tony said that doesn't belong to you after it was used to shut down the mark 46 and save bucky from tony's wrath Mm. (laughs) so it for those for that time it belonged to uh for basically seven years it belonged to Tony. Uh, it was back in the possession, that is to say, back in the possession of the Stark family. Night. But then he returned it to Steve. Then he returned it to Cap. Then Cap fought in the Battle of Earth. And uh then he gave it to Sam. Then Sam gave it to the government. And now Sam has it. Yeah, so it was the it was the whole it, it was some it was a big convergence there basically so they get into a fight over the shield because obviously john's not going for it they get into a fight over the shield and i'm just here like fuck if sam if if if, if john gets a good hit on sam sam's fucked yeah but he was expertly using the fuck out of those wings and that jetpack like that that was it was really it was really cool to see what he was doing with that and bucky i mean i i i want to say the fight was really between bucky and john cuz they're the super soldiers here yeah uh wow there's a uh it's the uh it's this, this little this little traffic in this little plaza right now yeah so in this fight i mean it was a hell of a fight they're trying they're really try, struggling to get the shield away from John they they kind of managed to but then then John rips the wings off of Sam's jetpack that was intense I'm just like what yeah and in the struggle to get the shield Bucky breaks John's arm yeah um, the two managed to to kind of get him out, to to kind of get it out, get it off him. They're all kind of sent flying different directions. Uh, Bucky picks up the shield and he gives it to Sam, and they leave John there. And that's just the beginning. Yeah, like all that shit happened in the beginning. It shit felt like Endgame. <laughs> I remember with with Endgame, I think it had been like ten minutes. We're like, wait, what? What did you do? Is that the movie? I went for the head. Like, yo, no, I'm sure nobody was expecting that shit. I think we need to watch uh, those two movies again. 
Infinity War and Endgame? Yeah. Hell yeah. Believe- I've seen I've seen people stitch together all the dusting scenes so that so that you kind of feel the dusting happening all over the MCU in order. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had like the they had like the the main ones, you know, Titan and Wakanda happening in 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 certain cer- you know, two corners and then you see I think you see um the Pims they they get dusted at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then later on you see that scene or was this before Captain Marvel came out? Because you don't really see anybody dusted in Captain Marvel. You see like the aftermath of the dusting, yeah. and, and when the beep when the beep finally stopped, and uh, Carol finally gets to the uh, to the Avengers base. Captain Marvel was a really good movie. I think it was a little like all over the place, but it was fun, and she's she's a fun character. Yeah. It was. Um, Oh, but so back to the episode. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I went on that tangent. So then the a few things happen there. Like we go for Sam, we kind of take him back home. Um, they decide not to sell the boat, and they call in all these favors because their 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 parents were like so beloved in the community for helping everybody when they were down and stuff like that so the the community comes and helps them you so know. there's a montage there yeah is that the word montage yeah mm-hmm. so it helps them uh, restore the boat and Bucky sticks around and helps too and he kind of flirts with, with, with Sarah yeah. yeah and then Sam's face is just priceless because he sees her from the beginning and he just like looks at him and then he tells him stop flirting with my sister right <laughs> And it's just so funny because it looks so like his smile when he when he meets Sarah is like so genuine and just like yeah. oh my goodness Bucky, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, then um, what's his name? John gets court court martialed. Uh. yeah, and so they basically give him you know they basically it seems like he's getting off. Uh, as far as with as far as getting off with the crime, because of his service, but he's being stripped of his Captain America title, which he does not take lying down. He kind of yells at them like, "You made me. Yeah. I am Captain America." Like, first of all, no, you're not. Just it's just you know, no, you're not. Um. Then he. Oh. This was another one. We finally get our after after his court martial. His his wife is talking him down, you know, trying to calm him down and shit. Oh, he's gonna get a less than honorable discharge. So you know, that's pro- probably the last thing that somebody who's been talked about as a war hero wants to hear. Right. Honestly, probably the last thing anybody in the military wants to hear. But he's met by. Valen. Our big can, our big cameo, yeah, Contessa Valentina something. Who is she? I I read a little bit about her. She's portrayed by. She's portrayed by motherfucking Julia Louis Dreyfus. Who? Uh, Elaine's actress. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. When she introduces herself, you're like, you're she's not. Like, you're Elaine. She's like, she's like, 
um, Valentina something Allegra. Well, that is Contessa Valentina something Allegra. I'm like, uh, that is Elaine Bennis. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know, just... just she, always, she always just makes me laugh. I always see Elaine first. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but uh, she basically... She says that that he did nothing wrong, and to not worry about returning the shield, even though, uh, even though the council said that he is responsible for returning the shield. So there was just a mishap at my uh, at my complex's gate. They weren't uh, they weren't letting us in, and so they recognized that he was VIP. Right? They're like, man, how the name and address? Oh no, no, just go in. <laughs> Yeah, this was after like what two two minutes or something. Yeah, that's weird. It's never been that long. Actually, you always made comments how I can get in quicker than some residents. Well, you know, back in the day, like then then they made the resident gate much faster. Why you gotta bust my bubble? Sorry, baby. You know what? You can walk. All right, I'll walk with the food. Oh shit! No. Ah. <laughs> so, basically, Contessa Val- Valentina wants to work with John Walker. I've read that she was like trained by Shield, um, and that she's that she's been like one of she's basically trained by Nick Fury. Maybe they had a falling out. Maybe she really worked for Hydra. I don't know. We'll find out. Stick around. We'll be spoiling more episodes as they come. Yeah. Um. But does he really do much for the rest of the episode? He goes to he goes to see Battlestar's family. Oh yeah. And he and he reiterates that it was the guy who killed his dad. Gives him an opportunity to be like the man you killed is the man who uh, who killed my boy. But you can tell that uh, Battlestar sister doesn't really. Yeah, she she she's sees a something bit iffy. Like she was a bit cautious. Maybe she's seen the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Or maybe she never liked him. Or that. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely saw that just that iffiness in her. Yeah. Um. So I do hope that we see a tiny bit more of that. It's a damn shame. We we saw like a brief hallucination of Battlestar. We did. It was either a flashback or a hallucination. Like at the begin, was it the, at the beginning of the episode or later on? I don't remember. I feel like I saw him once. <laughs> I'm looking at you weird because I don't remember. Yeah, I feel, I feel you know. There's a lot fine. going on in that episode. Yeah, for the most part, we're we're on uh, we're on Sam's family, and them them fixing the boat, and Sam goes to see Isaiah. Yeah. And talks more about Isaiah's history, how how they how he was a part of. Basic, basically, they're just like in the comics. This is based off the uh, the Tuskegee experiments, where a bunch of Alabaman men, a bunch of Alabaman black men, were experimented on, and uh, a bunch of them were killed in the experiment, like just by the uh, by the types of you know in in an attempt to recreate uh, Abraham Erskine's super serum that worked on Steve. Now, in the comics, they were the guinea pigs so that Steve could have a successful one. I've never seen that lady. Uh, 
Nor I. No? Well, maybe I have, actually. I'm not sure. I don't know my neighbors like that. So, but but in in um, in the show, it seems like he fought Bucky in the, like, during the Korean War, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes sense because I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that Hydra would have been uh, would have been with East Germany and and the USSR and North Korea during that time. Uh, so he talks about how he, you know, how he had there was an experiment or you know how the experiments killed a lot of them and how the ones who did survive didn't survive for uh, you know most of them didn't survive for very long, and how he had or how. There were orders to basically blow up the, uh, a POW compound with, with a bunch of him and his guys or his guys in there. But he had been he had been saved or he wasn't captured or something like that. He went in there and saved his guys, and he was arrested. Yep. And he was jailed for years. Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah, he was um, experimented on by Hydra, by, so by a bunch of people. And he, you know, they talk a lot about the race component in this. And Isaiah believes that no that that not only would would America never allow for a black Captain America, Mm. but that the way that and he didn't outright say it, but because there were a lot of things that were implied. Um, But one of the things he did say was that he doesn't think that anyone of color should want should to be, be would, yeah. would want to be Captain America yeah and um and we 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 kind of touch we kind of dip into Sam's kind of complex of feeling like he always wanted to be you know the he wanted to be the mold breaker mm-hmm. and I think that kind of the way that they the way that they tiptoe they they don't really walk on eggshells about these things. They kind they but they they do. They, there's a lot of implying and not a lot of outright stating. So it feels like to people who are just plain not educated on race at all, not educated on race relations. That is at all. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna. It might go over their head, or it might feel like some kind of you know, some kind of woke shit in their face. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of goes to show you how much of this stuff, you know, is Im- is deeply embedded in our country. So much so that we're convinced that we we get convinced. Think about how many people think about it. Think, think about think about like how you saw this shit as a teenager. As a teenager, you were probably kind of put really shoved in the direction of. If they're not saying the N-word, or if they're not saying a particular racial slur, or if they're not outright saying we're targeting blacks with this, then it's not racist. Which is horrible. Like it really it really teaches a lot of people to rather it, it teach it it kind of it hurts people in their learning about nuance. So much of our of our language is body language. So much of our language is implied language. There's so little that is outright stated. Mm-hmm. So to try to to try and kind of find these topics that we want that we need things outright stated, it's cheating. It's 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 
it's I, I know cheating is is a fuck is like a dumb way to put it. No, but it's but like the, yeah, the easiest it's, way to it's say warp, it. Yeah, it's warping it's warping the situation so that you don't have to ever really have accountability. Mm-hmm. Which is bullshit. How do you live in a world like that? So I'm really glad that they that they had Isaiah in the episode that they had that big conversation and I'm really glad about I'm really glad how about how Bucky really just accept like we wouldn't we didn't see the conversation in, on screen we we saw like kind of the the aftermath of it but he based but Bucky just kind of accepts it like he accepts that he doesn't know what it's like to be a black man he accepts that he never neither he nor Steve ever considered what it what this type of thing means to a black man and what it means offering even offering the shield to a black man i do have a question how did the gop react to this scene oh i wish oh my goodness i gotta because i've been dying ever since we watched the episode i have been dying to know how people react because it's it's a lot i mean this is a situation that I think social media has really played a role in how out there this information is. Definitely. And a lot of the injustices are now... I mean, they've always been around. I'm not going to say that they've never been around. They have always been around. But people have accessibility now to phones, to cameras, social media. It's out there. So this conversation in itself, it's totally applicable to what's going on in current situations. Current life events that are occurring here in the United States. Absolutely. And think about when Isaiah was going through this mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. These were times when we should have been having these conversations, but a lot of society just had the option not to. Right. And that's part of what white privilege is, is just not having to have that conversation, be, you know, just because it's inconvenient to you. You know, I had a, a training last week and they had like different parts of the training where they did like uh what's the word they called it self it's not self perspective or oh my god they have reflection self reflection thank you baby and one of the questions they asked what does privilege mean to you because this particular training was about working with uh immigrant clients and clients that come from other countries okay and how there are certain things that we might say and we might not know but we're not being sensitive to things they might have gone through. Yeah. Um, there might be situations that they're running from that they're, you know, they've come from a country who has total control over them. And as someone who wants to help them out, we try to take control of things. It might trigger them. Uh. So this was a, it was a great training. One of the best trainings I've been in a while, to be quite honest. And one of the questions was that. What does privilege mean to you? And it was very interesting to see, like... This training was, I mean, there were very little Hispanic people in it. Quite a few Americans. There were some black Haitians, a lot of Asians, because we're talking about immigrants. So we had a lot of Asian communities. We had some um, Chinese Jamaicans. I I think I even told you, did you know about this? Yeah. Because I I, I was not so familiar with how many Chinese uh, or the Chinese Jamaican community. Yeah, there's definitely a a thriving Chinese Jamaican community. We talked to to, uh, folks, talked about their experience like that. And one of them even said, he's like, I am Chinese Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica. My family's from China. And my issue is not so much about fitting in with the English-speaking population. My issue is fitting in with my Asian community because I, I don't it. speak Chinese. Uh, and it was one of those things like, 
look at that. I mean, they're not only being impacted on one end, they're being impacted on their own as well. So it was a very great training. But what does privilege mean to you? That was a great question. I'm so glad you brought that up with this uh, with this Chinese Jamaican gentleman, because you think about. I was watching a video, somebody named Cheyenne Lin. Mm-hmm. She was talking about anti-black racism uh, coming from the Asian community. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she thankfully did mention that pretty much all minorities who aren't black and, you know, even minorities who, so who, try, who to some degree try to reject the black label, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, they're black. They they are definitely complicit in the races in anti-black racism, and they're complicit in something called like the model minority kind of thing, mm-hmm. where where they're trying to ingratiate themselves with the white people. Which, by the way, black people do this too. Some black people do this. Some his, some non-black Hispanic people do this. Some black Hispanic people do this. Some Asian people do this. People of every community do this. Um, because they don't want to be the other because, because, uh, they come from a society where there's the majority and there's the other. Um, so I can, I can definitely see, you know, even though, even though you're being directly a Jamaican and being in touch with your Jamaican culture, how maybe how that that may cause some chinese people to look at you as inauthentic or as less chinese yeah and i mean when you think about that that's that's pretty fucked up like yeah it it that that type of that type of model that type of shit can come from you're you're either not close enough to that you're, you're you're not close enough that you're taking advantage of that white proximity or you're not enough of the culture that we are so that those are two types of two types of discrimination you can encounter, and they can they can I'm sure they can be compounded onto each other. They can. That's crazy. So after um, after that, we see we see lots of training with the shield. We see Bucky and Sam talking, and they're training with the shield. Oh, also earlier in the episode. Um. What's it called? Bucky finds Zemo, and he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's funny because Zemo's like, "I've decided not to kill you, or that I don't need to kill you, or something like that." And you, and I'm just there, like, this nigga is off the chain in more ways than one. So, um, Bucky had t- had taken all the bullets out. He just kind of drops him in front. He he I think he pulls the trigger uh right like point like basically point blank and then he drops all the bullets right in front of his face to show like nah I had already pulled them all out beforehand mm-hmm. and um Io and the other two Dory Milaje soldiers arrest him. Zemo that is. Yep. But they need one more he needs one more favor. Bucky needs one more favor from them. And that favor turn, um, materializes in the form of a suitcase for Sam. Which, of course, we don't see what's in it. Of course, yeah, we're not going to see damn it till, cliffhanger. till this week. What so, do you think it is? Oh, it's going to be his uh, his cap uniform. 
That's what I said. You said something else. I was thinking like a, a, a an armored suit with wings. Yeah, um, that, that's what you were saying. And I was like, no, that's his his Captain America suit, his Captain Falcon suit. Captain Falcon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what name it goes by. Um. So let's see. There, I mean, I I saw something that suggests they're there that they've been. They've both been capped at the same time a couple times in the comics. I have seen that too. I've heard that. Shout out to Christina, uh, my awesome coworker, because she uh, she's mentioned that a few times. Oh, she knows Marvel like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's been watching this. Uh... Has she been watching this? I think she's been watching this. Well, if you ain't, you gotta be. <laughs> Yeah, but she did mention that in the, in the comics here. They, they were both uh, Captain America. Yeah, so... Um, it says something else also that... That when... Um, that when he that when Sam was with, with Torres... Um, examining the, the broken off wings... Mm-hmm. That when Sam left, he said, keep him. He did. And that that alludes to Joaquin Torres having been the Falcon himself. Like he's been a protege of Sam. And he got fused with something about fused with the with the Falcon, like genetically. Oh, okay. That was very close. That was super close. Well, man, look like Alex from one day at a time. (laughs) <laughs> he does. Uh, right. You think should, he goes through life being called Alex? Maybe. Should lower lower the window, see if we hear somebody yelling, Papito. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. Come to think of it, in, in this season, I, I'm pretty sure we've heard him refer to as Papito more times than we've heard him refer to as Alex. Yeah, because he doesn't like the name, so I think that he, they emphasize it a bit more. Yeah. And um, and the whole grounding. It's lasted so many episodes. Yeah. Like, geez, are we just going to only see him from now on? <laughs> or only see the family from now on? <laughs> yeah. I feel like they got a little flanderized this season. You think so? A little bit. A tiny you know? bit, yeah. A little bit extra. Yeah, like Elena's just... Uh, just a social wor- justice warrior except when she wants to be cute with Sid yeah um, her significant other right that's cute it hey cute. no judging I'm your baby <laughs> no but like uh, Rita's just like extra yeah Schneider's just um wait who's Rita the grandma oh Rita's the actress my bad yeah. Lydia I mean like who's Rita <laughs> Rita Moreno. Right. Oh, also, I got to get these wings right now because Wingstop failed to give them to us. Uh, go get the wings, baby. All right. Um, that was really the rest of the episode, though. Like, the, the they, 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 uh, you know, they arrest Zeep. Oh, there's also the little bit of the Flag Smashers we get. So, Carly... Carly. I'm not... Oh, uh, Sharon is speaking to this this uh, Batroc guy. I'm still thinking. Sharon is up to something. Sharon must be up to something. 
because Batroc wants to, you know, wants to kill the Falcon. Yeah. Um, and so he meets with the Flag Smashers. And they're in New York City now. Yeah. Yeah, so they they they, uh, they shut down something. GRC or something like that? Yes. Global Repatriation Council. They shut down their off their big meeting hall or whatever. Uh, council room. And shit's about to go down. So I'm so excited for this week's episode. Me too. The fact that they did like so much kind of it's crazy too because it felt like it almost felt like like um like the characters figured that this would be the final episode. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is gonna be big. This is gonna be big. I'm ready. Yeah. Ha ha, their blue lives matter flag is falling apart. Uh sorry. Not sorry. I ain't sorry either. Alright, baby. So so, now that we got that out of the way. Yeah, this is the this is the point where there are no more spoilers. <laughs> because we said them all. <laughs> Basically. <sighs> so, uh, there's been some shit going on. Yes. One of the funniest ones. <laughs> so, who? What's the NRSC? The National Republican Society. Let's figure. Let's 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 learn who they are. NRSC. The National Republican Supporting Crybabies. Ah! That's what they are. That's what they might as well be. Yes. But let's see who Get they are. Get back at officially. me, NRSC. Ah, okay. The National Republican Senatorial Committee. No, National Republican Supporting Crybabies. That's what they are. Forevermore. Amen. Now, I think I think National National Republican Senate Crybabies still works. Yeah. No, that works too. Yeah. All right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because they're, se- they're senators and they're crybabies. They are. You're absolutely right. Um, the kid thinks he's so cool. I ain't even gonna lie, that's a lit helmet. Did you see his glasses? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> are they like, uh, are they like tinted? They, yeah, they look tinted. Yeah, I've known, I've known people with tinted glasses. Don't you, didn't you have tinted glasses? No, baby, they're not glasses. They're sunglasses, and they're round. Okay. They remind me of, like, the back-in-the-day sunglasses, uh, the super round ones. The uh, the John know. Lennon types? Yeah. Yeah. Or are those really John Lennon types, yeah. or they're, they're more so... Uh, I don't know. They're like Harry Potter glasses, but, you know, for the sun. <laughs> anyway, let me stop criticizing Karen's kid. I think they're, ho- they're, ho- they're like Howard Stern-type glasses. Yeah, let me stop criticizing Karen's kid, because that lady's totally a Karen. Yeah, but that is, her her kid's not guilty for her Karenness. Mm. Now, if he grows up and does and does Karen shit, that's on him. And he becomes a Stephen. <laughs> what do you? Why, what's why would mi- it be a Stephen? What's the male equivalent of a Karen? Uh, Kevin. Nah. Brad. I've heard I've heard Kevin though. Brad. A Brad. Yeah. He's a Brad. Not nah, Chad. A Shad. A Shad. Shad. Chad. Nah. Yeah. Oh, you know I have a problem with the CH and the SH. But those are also different names. Whatever, baby. What do we got to talk about? Let's talk about the crybabies. Like Chad, how there's Chad Michael Murray. You're attacking me. The I'm way not the attacking liberals you. attack the GOP. <laughs> wow, baby. You're being butthurt right now. You're being a snowflake. I really am. All right. 
I'm ready. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look so at all those leaves. Wow. Is it fall? It's fall for them. Because they fallen. Oh look! Oh, and Vera's here. Seem like I'm falling. Oh, it seems like they're having issues with your system. That's I why guess they're so. that's why they were there. So the NRSC has given Donald Trump <laughs> a made-up award. <laughs> What's yeah. the name of the award? Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, what the, the former Scott? yeah, the former governor of Florida. Governor of Florida. Florida. Uh, I mean, it it takes it takes a real. I mean, this is somebody who really understands participation trophies and bullshit awards for people who who just take advantage of people and need to feel like they're contributing to the world when really they're just sucking it dry. Few people understand that like Rick Scott does. And so I feel like that made Rick Scott the perfect administrator, I guess. Administrator? Yeah. Of the... The, the National Republican Senatorial Committee's Champion of Freedom Award. They gave Donald Trump a Champion of Freedom Award. Now, participation degree. Exactly, because why? Participation degree. Participation what? award. What is it? Like, what is it for? Really, truly. It's for, it's for making, uh, making white supremacists feel like they're not alone. I think Q was doing that. Um, what for? For making people for making people protesting, you know, serious, seriously bad things in this country. For making people who are protesting police brutality feel like nope, the police are always right. Nope, your country's not on your side, and especially nope. Um, Donald Trump doesn't even really doesn't even really care for the right to protest. He doesn't like it. Unless it's protesting something he likes. Or protesting something that he would like you to protest, rather. So what in the hell could that Medal of Freedom possibly be for? Oh, you know what? Here's another thing that makes Rick Scott the perfect person to have given him that award. Because it actually kind of means something coming from Rick Scott. <gasps> yeah, somebody like somebody like Rick Scott, who's been... Who's, who's just been... He's just been just been fucking the the country through his uh through you know his corporate ways for as long as he's been able to. Mm. He feels freer to screw uh, more hardworking people. He feels freer to. Freer. Was he the one who made who made Floridians uh, take drug tests to be able to get public aid? Think so? I feel like he was the one. Yeah, so... Yeah, he he feels freer as a member of the 1% to just take, 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 and not, and, you know, not really give back to his country. So, yeah, I, I could see how from his warped, evil, disgusting perspective, uh, he feels freer... Uh, due to due to Donald Trump's tax cuts for the wealthy, which uh, Biden's doing what about? But anyway, it's a waste of time. It was a waste of time, and it was a it was a way to get them back to get him back on their side. 
so that they can exploit the base. Exploit the base. What they need more than anything right now is fans as rabid as Donald Trump's fans. They need Jesus. Uh, if they do, they need the real one, not the not this white mega Jesus. You know, holy water, not Mountain Dew. <laughs> holy water. So, uh, we found a little more info on this award. Do tell. Yeah. Was so. it green? Was it a ribbon? Did right. it say participant on it? It looks like a bowl. It's one of those bowl awards, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so this award is presented to conservative leaders. Who have worked tirelessly to create good jobs. That's false. Yeah. He left with a net loss of jobs. So y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop saying that, um, you know, that Trump got jobs. He net lost jobs. Yep. That is a fact. Um, protect the values that make our country great. <laughs> meaning maintain the values that keep our country white. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Handmaid's Tale. Right. And stop the Democrats' socialist agenda. Everything's socialism with y'all. Like, y'all are obsessed. For for how obsessed you are with socialism, you don't know shit about it. Like, that's fucking wild. Do people obsess over things like this without knowing shit about it? Well, yeah, I guess they do. <laughs> I mean, people 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 get obsessed with their own racism uh. and don't know don't know people of color like that. I have a neighbor. <laughs> you have a neighbor? No, that's what they'll say. I have a neighbor. Oh, yeah. A neighbor who's of color. Right. Do you look at him wrong? I mean, I don't even look at him. There you go. Come on now. I like your face. What about those people? I don't see color. Shut the fuck up. So, uh, as president, Donald Trump delivered for the American people. Death. He deli- yeah, I was about to say he delivered something. Death. By appointing three pro-constitution judges to the Supreme Court. That's not contributing to the country, by the way. Can you, can you explain to me what the, what the alternative is? So the others are anti-constitution? Uh, is this 1787, where we had pro-administration, anti-administration? <laughs> um, cutting taxes for middle-class families. That's that's just plain false. That's just flat out false. Yeah, let me remind y'all of that uh, that 2017 bill he signed, making the rich richer and the poor poorer. Amen. Right, the middle class was in that poor section, not the rich section. Oh yeah, not at all. And securing the border. Did he though? Hmm. Like, no, like for the fuck is what? What exactly is more or less secure about the border now? Like, did has the border truly changed in any, in any like measurable way? Um, I my understanding is that Clinton is responsible for the border wall, right? Or his his administration is responsible for the border wall, right? Right. I, I just have to, oh my goodness, because I remember his obsession was with the wall, uh, Trump's, and then Steve Bannon was, you know, was tried for embezzling wall money from donors into 
Not walls. Into not walls. Oh, yeah, into walls. Into cash. walls ice cream. Yeah, right, right. Walls of cash. Walls of cash, baby. Walls of cash. Oh, this money was to build a wall? I thought it was to build the wall greens. I thought it was for Wall Street. Right? I thought it was for Walmart. <laughs> no, you're not getting a raise, by the way. That sucks. Yeah. So that's what the uh, the Medal of Freedom was for. <laughs> the, the 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 Champion of Freedom Award is for, because the Medal of Freedom did wasn't that wasn't that that like awkward situation where he presented it to a wrestler but then made it about himself. Yeah. Just. Like. I, I, you you really have to wonder the type of person who or the type of politician anyway who continues to support Donald Trump. Baby, I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale, and every time I see flashbacks, I'm like, this is what the fucking GOP wants: women to not have rights, you know, abortion to be illegal, and you be you know condemned with death. Uh, like, there's this part that I just saw in episode eight, and as I'm watching, I'm like, that's fucking Ted Cruz. Because the guy goes to, um, what's Serena's, Serena's husband? What's his name? Uh, Fred. Fred. He goes to Fred. It was at the beginning before this whole thing happened. Serena's waiting for him outside the office. And she's trying to get in because they're going based on her book, A Woman's Place. Remember the book that she wrote? And, um, she's trying to get into the meeting, but they don't tell her they're letting the men work. So she's like, I understand. And then the other guy comes out and he says, this is what happens. We've allowed them to go too far and develop themselves and have an opinion. It should have never been this way. And I'm here thinking like, Ted Cruz, is that you? Yo. Like. No, I'm pretty sure there are guys worse than Cruz. Uh, who oh, yeah. are Like, who, who really love the Gilead characters in the show. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So I'm watching and oh, I'm just ahead. like. I cried again when the women lost their jobs. I Yo. cried again when she tried to get money or pay a, make a payment and her bank account was frozen. That shit was insane. And all her money went to her husband because he's the one who had to manage it. I'm screwed. That money's going to go to the government. That money's going to go to Gilead. I guess so. That was, uh, that was, that was subtle, baby. <laughs> Put a ring on the finger. <laughs> but like, um, no, nah, shit, shit's, uh, this is the, the part up, where I make him all nervous. Yeah. The fucked up thing is like, it's a, it's again, the whole, the whole nuance thing. Mm-hmm. The, the layered converse or the layered like uh speech, but then we want to be all, then we want to be all, uh, what's it called? Oh, um, men get to define sexism. White people get to define racism. Uh, straight people get to define homophobia. And it's uh, just like, no, how does that make sense? It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. You know, sometimes I find myself listening to these things and I'm just like watching the news, for example, and I'm like, make it make sense. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I feel like I need a shirt that says that. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Today I read something. Let me read it to you. Oh, I'm excited. Hold on, because I put it on my story. Where is it? So it's something that says... 
New data shows that major depression is on the rise among everyone. And somebody responds, well, I mean, look at this. Gestures at everything. <laughs> and that's, that's how I feel. Make it make sense. Um, this, is, this is our world. And we did a really good job for decades at just using entertainment there's a there's a difference between hmm, you know what i don't know if there is actually because entertainment does provide an escape but the fact is entertainment is art and art imitates life so um art can never truly be pure escape Sure, there can be some works of art that are pure escape, but art as a whole can never be truly escape because it's going to reflect the world that it is. My cousin's a dumbass. <laughs> oh gosh, what happened? He sends me some stupid ass shit oh. telling me that the COVID vaccines are not FDA approved. Wait, what? So I go to him, they're not approved to cure COVID, but they are approved to fight the symptoms. That's what they're approved for. It's not a cure. He goes, and I go to him, both the FDA and the CDC have approved it. And then I tell him, COVID has been around for a while. There's just different strain. COVID-19 is just a stronger strain from previous ones. They do mutate. That's how viruses work. Are they even approved in any sort of way? I go, they're approved by the FDA and the CDC to fight against it, not cure it. Why do I have to put that shit in caps? It's public information. But this is also my same dumbass cousin. Juan, I love you, but you're a dumbass sometimes. The same one who told me. Where is that shit that oh, he gosh. sent me the other day? Uh-oh. He sent me some stupid ass shit. Oh, my God. Where is it? Oh, <laughs> he goes... Where does it hurt? A headache, and it's somebody pointing at their head. Stomach ache, somebody pointing at their stomach. And the whole body is marked. And then it says, paying for college, 40000 a year for access to free information found on Google. So I tell him, but is that free information even accurate? Also, what school is he paying forty k for? Because my school is much more expensive than that. But he tells me, how much free info is accurate? He goes, either by word of mouth, passed down through generations of family, learning from mentors. I go to him, but even passed down from mentors, that information might not be accurate. That could be misinformation and bias. And you mentioned Google. Google has wrong information, too. He ignored me. Uh, it stopped being convenient. Yeah. I hate, to, I hate to do them like this, but this is exactly, this is exactly like a... Uh, how how Tucker Carlson poses his arguments. Yes. Juan, I love you. But sometimes he, I, he does this to piss me off. That's what he does. Mm. Just like sometimes he'll call me just to say stupid ass comments to piss me off. Because he knows I'm going to go on a tangent like I just did right now. Remember remember Tucker Carlson's whole thing? Um, there's there's going to be a lot of people who have questions about the about the vaccine. And don't dismiss them those, these questions. Don't, don't call them idiots. Don't push them off social media. Answer the questions. There is accurate information, though, about this vaccine that is readily available. 
that's not hard to find because it is fucking relevant right now. Mm-hmm. Which means that at the same rate there's people putting out false information, there's people who are ready to debunk that and are debunking that false information. Mm-hmm. But yes, this um, COVID-19 mutates from SARS-CoV-2. Um, that's about as much as I know from that front. <laughs> But yes, the coronavirus has been around for some time. This is just a much more powerful form. <laughs> and what I don't get is like five five hundred and sixty thousand Americans are gone in a year. Like, how is that not alarming to people? Because the Democrats created this virus. And they threw it was, out of China. Right? I was going to say, was it the Democrats in America or was it the communists in China? It was a Democrat, communist it, Democrats in China. I guess so. That's, that's the theory. That's what, what's one of the stupid ass theories. We need to do our, our conspiracy theory episode, baby. But that's one of the stupid ass theories that, you know, people are coming out with. Like the Democrats did this. Yes, they How? impacted the whole fucking and why? world. why? Exactly. Who, us, who wanted to be, who aspire to be number one in everything would throw this virus out there to get our economy like that's another thing is that first of all what politician of any party wants to tank the economy the democrats like nancy pelosi people people (laughs) do realize that that um it's the economy doesn't just affect presidential elections it affects it affects congressional ones too and it's way easier to say all these guys um you're the you're you're the reason for this bad economy i don't want to vote any of you than it is to use that one fucking presidential vote that you get so so again no no party is just going to tank the economy just to tank it um that is to say i don't even think the craziest of republicans would do that if they if they if they had the if they had some kind of tangible power to just tank the economy just to do it i really don't think they would mm-hmm. well I mean, there's probably two there's probably a, a handful of, of of crazy people out there who do it, who would but yeah. as a whole i don't think any party would um another thing with that is you you people do realize how many democratic voters have dropped dead from from covid right well i guess, i guess they can't i guess they don't want to look at it those ways nope because they want to they want to look at uh you know they want to look at their states as as complete havens even though they're even though uh voters of whatever party are dropping dead there you know in every state Every state is pretty fucked with this. With this, uh, governors are hiding shit. Um, you know we're we're doing more number hiding than we have in you know in like wars regarding regarding number of number of inconvenient casualties. <laughs> Inconvenient. I like that word. Yeah, because the type of shit that that like Isaiah had to save his guys from in in um in the MC in Marvel in general, that's that's shit. That's shit that's happened, mm-hmm. and we don't really have like a true count of say how many Americans died in the Civil War. 
Nope. Because I'm sure that shit is skewed to not really have a thorough count of how many black people died. Nope. Um, you know, how many... World War Two? how many people of a multitude of nationalities just went unaccounted for? So the notion that that's happening, that that, 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 that wouldn't be happening now, if you really think that, you're just, you just... You live you live in a starry-eyed fairy tale. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, come on, like point zero zero eight of uh, percent of people. Point zero zero eight percent of people are experiencing COVID after the uh, after the 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 vac- they get the vaccine. Yes, but this amount of people are also getting. No symptoms, or the symptoms are much more mild. Okay, that's good. I didn't know that. Yes. Um, Also, this kind of of rate that we're dragging our feet with the vaccines. And you know what? Civilians can't be blamed quite as much as the government can be. Because how how many elderly people still don't have it? And they were supposed to be the priority. Um, I currently have about a little bit over 30 clients that are still pending then. Still got family members who haven't gotten. And, uh, you know, my mom's got pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I believe Fauci said this too, that if... That if oh I don't quote me on that but I I I believe he said it too that if we don't if we don't hurry up and get vaccinated we're not gonna have enough time before the uh, the new strains become rampant. Yep. Because these new strains that the uh, the vaccine is not really developed for them. Nope. It's not it's not equipped to fight them. And that's just gonna become another talking point for right wing media. Oh. Right. That I thought this was supposed to cure. Yeah. They, they're they already on the whole, um, if, if people are getting vaccines, then why do they still have to wear masks? Like, common sense just says because everybody's not vaccinated. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they said this on TV. People are going on TV talking about, oh, what happened to... What happened to us not having to wear masks because we got the vaccine? What happened? Nobody said that shit. That's what happened. Mm. You thought that shit because you're just dumb. Like. <laughs> you dumb. I like that. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't even know. I want to make another, like, I want to make another metaphor or another analogy. I just can't think of one. We just went into a tangent about the vaccines. No, we that, that's not... that's basically a topic yeah, at is. this point. Yeah, um, but you're getting your second dose soon. Yes, very soon. Yes, how excited are you? I'm excited to be uh, to be to be to be to not have to set another appointment. Immune? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said it's like two weeks after though that you, that like the the antibody is supposed to have been fully formed. Yes, so almost there, baby. Almost there. Yes, I already have my two doses. And how long has it been? It's been two weeks. Nice. It's been, yeah, it'll be three weeks this week. So you're complete. I am complete. Um, The only thing is I did get some some symptoms after my second dose. I got my second dose on a Saturday. 
I saw you that Saturday. Even that Saturday, I was telling you I had some body aches a little bit. Yeah. And I was a little bit out of it. Um, and then Sunday, I woke up with a fever. Yeah, I remember that. I woke up with a fever. So, Easter Sunday. That was Easter Sunday. Damn. Yeah. Praise be, Jesus. Um, I did not rise <laughs> from my bed. <laughs> I like your, your face. Sorry, I went there. Um, you uh, you got the shot after Friday and you came back Sunday. No, <laughs> so yeah, I did get fever. Um, I was hoping for some loss of appetite. That didn't happen. I was hungry as normal. Cause I've heard that you get loss of appetite. That was bamboozled, baby. That shit didn't happen. My mom I mean, was. Did you want it though? I did want some loss of appetite. Cause do you imagine loss of appetite? That means you know I can like fast for a little. So I, my mom tells me, oh, since you're sick, I'm going to make you some chicken soup. And I just looked at her. I was like, I mean, I have a fever, but I'm not dying. Give me some food. So she made me a chicken sandwich. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is the, this is the sandwich that I was, the, the chicken that I was going to use in the soup. Yeah, that was the, chi- the chicken she was going to use in the soap, in the soap, in the soup. Yeah, it heard that you, that you wanted a sandwich instead. So it jumped into the fryer. It did. It jumped into the pan. Seasoned itself. It did. It just kind of, it just kind of did a dance like in that little seasoning tub. Yeah, and uh, and then it said, then then it called, it called me by my name. Yeah, when when it was ready. Did it now? Yeah, it gave me like all the instructions. It said, "Okay, wait. So you need to you need to cut me, uh, you need to cut the breast, cut the thigh, cut the wings." It was giving me all these instructions. Well, damn. No, you don't need butter for this recipe. All right, thank goodness. <laughs> you imagine that? Yeah, I know. You're not much of a butter person. Nope. Can't be doing the butter. Why? So, uh, it... Super duper lactose intolerance, like, to the point where it makes me puke. So, um... Alright, cheese hater. What's our next topic? So we have Dan Rodimer, Big Dan. I haven't seen this commercial yet. Oh, goodness. We... I'm gonna show you this right now. Hold up, y'all. So that was something. It's, It's a cringe every time. I've seen it twice, three times, and it's a cringe every time. I think the best part of it was basically um, reading the comments. Reading the comments. Well, let's 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 get to the to the video first. All right, let's get to the video, baby. So I'm gonna just play some of it again, uh, no sound, just so that we kind of remember. First, the first thing you see is "Make America Texas Again." Y'all know Texas was from Mexico, right? Right. Like so. So so what I, there's a couple ways to approach that. A, just like just like Super Elsie just said, Mexico uh, Texas used to be Mexico. So either you want to make America Mexico again which parts of it were but most of it never was. Um or you're just stupid. Because when was America really ever like even even culturally Texas? So now they want Mexicans? Make up your fucking mind, America. Exactly. 
Because remember, we made that border jump them mm-hmm. when when James K. Polk was wrapped up in the Manifest Destiny and decided to pick a fight with Mexico that became a war. Mm-hmm. Well, I say that like he wasn't intending it for it to become a war. He was always intending for it to become a war. <laughs> that was in his entire M.O. Was, I'm going to make America shine a stretch from sea to shining sea. And I won't run for re-election when, after I do it. He did it. And he, and he didn't run for re-election. So by I guess by those accounts, he's the most successful president. But, you know, he was still a major racist and slave owner and just not very good guy. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> but anyway, make America Texas again. You guys know that Texas was the 26th or 27th state? <laughs> no, they don't know that. Uh, let's see. What number state is Texas? 28th. So it's the one that joined the that 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 was brought into the union as a state after just after Florida in the same year. So Texas is the 28th state. That kind of means it's one of the younger siblings. Mm-hmm. I mean, people talk shit about New York, but New York's been here since the beginning. Make America New York again. Right? People talk shit about, uh, say... Huh. Yeah, people, people might talk shit about Pennsylvania. Make is America anybody Pennsylvania is anybody making yeah let's make is anybody making America Pennsylvania again? <laughs> that's that's another one that's been here since the beginning, and it's the second one to ratify the constitution. Yeah, to ratify the constitution, so it's the second state. So, all you got all you originalists, all you fake originalists. By the way, I okay no, I'll get into that after. <laughs> I hate I hate originalists, but I'll, I'll I'll explain why after. So then he says, then he he the first words out of Big Dan's mouth are, the three dirtiest jobs are pro wrestler, a politician, and a bull rider. With Which, that Texan accent. Yeah. So. So he he basically he instantly I mean I guess it's slightly clever, but he instantly set basically gives you the vibe. He wants you to think that he's one of those dudes who gets down and dirty and works just like you do. He's a manly man. Yeah. So they uh, he rides the bull. I have comments. Pause. Pause. Go oh. back. Go back. Go back. Go back to him there. Go up again. Okay, go a little bit back. His ha- his glove is on his right hand, right? Ah, and his yes. left hand is bare. All right, keep playing. Keep playing. And look at this. Ah! He's gripping the bull with his left hand, which is gloved. Ooh. All right, stud double city. Right? And and the right hand this time is bare. Yeah. And then he fell. Hold on. Let's see what happens. 
Oh yeah, they they got this like the one of the worst actors on earth. Is this his dad or something? I don't even know. They call that bull Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> She's a beast. Like, wow. And they got this kid over here who's looking over like, wow, way to be subtle. Right? The kid's like, these are the best hundred bucks. Look, it changed. Oh yeah, it changed back. Wow. This man cannot make up his mind. Uh, no, they they the editing people. <laughs> really messed up there but i mean he should have been more he should have been more responsible they can only edit what they have footage for and this whole thing looks like it was put together as quickly as possible yeah so uh he says that commies are running america Aww. yeah yeah, the the people who the 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 uh what's it called? Hardcore individualism for 99% of the people and so, some socialism for the 1%. That's commies running America, totally. Mm-hmm. Say it ain't so. So Oh, and he keeps saying that we have a problem. He keeps name dropping Nancy Pelosi, so he's he's obsessed with Nancy Pelosi on this. Yeah, definitely. And he keeps talking about communism and socialism as if they're interchangeable. Oh, this is this is the best part too. He said he's gonna put a boot in her socialist platform and then looks down before he steps in this pile of, of artificial crap. Or maybe it's real crap. You saw him look down though first. Like Yeah. Yeah, so oh, this is the best part. He go when he's when he's going into his actual platform, the things he has a problem with are quote men in women's bathrooms. Aww. So just more outright transphobia, more outright just calling trans people men in disguise or men in in you know in costume. Uh, and they they maintain that consistency. By going on to say, and I quote, boys in girls sports. Why aren't they talking about girls in boys sports? Right? I never hear them say that. For how, yeah, for how much this is about protecting little girls, you think they'd, 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 uh, they'd build their bullshit argument around, oh, so, so we're going to have trans boys go to, uh, go into into boys you know into into sports with cis boys they'll get they'll get crushed mm-hmm. i'm waiting for that argument yeah they keep they keep doing the opposite but what they don't seem to follow is that both arguments um are whack even unless they carefully they unless they're careful to continue their hate speech of misgendering trans people they do acknowledge the trans people's true gender when they when they uh, talk about this problem. So that's that's a thing that they can they can kind of slip into mm-hmm. unless they're very careful with their hate. And I love how they juxtapose men in women's bathrooms, boys and girls sports with higher taxes, higher gas prices. Okay, uh, supply and demand people, like. It's common fucking sense. And and my favorite of the five, um, unprotected borders, which his argument was they're building a wall around D.C., but they're not protecting the borders. 
Yeah, they had to build a wall around D.C. to save it from uh, terrorists like you. Yeah, because the thing is, migrant families are like who are crossing the border, they're like, bro, I need food. I need a job. I need I need to be safe from the fuckers from the fuckers who are looking for me in my country. Mm -hmm. They're not they're 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 not coming in here. Guns a blazing talking about this is Mexico now like we do. Almost joke. This is America. Right? Like. Land of the white man. <sighs> and the cow right, no bull riding. What else he got? And lest we forget that they did try to come into the bo- into the capital, uh white supremacists and Trump supporters, and white supremacist Trump supporters, you know, ransacked the Capitol. Oh, and something about taking away their guns. He moved his family back to Texas. Yeah, because he lost in the battle. Yeah, he's not from Texas. Which, you don't have to be from the, from the state, you know. Uh, in Texas, we're free. We live free. Uh, and they And D.C. hates Texas. They hate our way of life. They want to shut down our churches. They want to close our businesses. They want to, oh, and indoctrinate our children with socialism. Yeah, he's really, he's really staying consistent with that one. Yeah, you know, public schools. That's another thing. Take your kids out of public school if you don't want, if you don't want them to be indoctrinated with, with socialism. Like, stupid fuck. That system is socialist. Don't call the police. Oh, yeah, that's true. Figure it out. Which, by the way, in, in his Twitter... He's thanking the officers. All right, socialist. Oh. Gotcha. Um, as far as closing your business, like, so you live in Texas, so you li- so you see how the Texas government isn't doing, hasn't probably hasn't done shit to help the uh, the you know struggling businesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, in okay, okay, indoctrinate our children. Uh, even more of the endanger our daughters, and you know, with with basketball imagery. And he, this little girl looks Hispanic, don't she? Most the, those those girls look Hispanic. The look of Mexican descent. Yeah. So so he he definitely <clears throat> he definitely doesn't want to look like a racist. He probably isn't one. Realistically, he he probably, and if he is, he's probably one of those diet racists, who, you know. So the, it's probably it's probably unlikely, but he definitely knows, uh, or he or his public or his publicist or whoever he's creative whatever whoever it is, knows how to use people of color as props. Yeah. Knows that that appeals to, you know, to white people who like to feel like they're doing good. Again with this destroy our borders and destroy our history. What do you mean destroy our history? This brings me back to the uh, the word of mouth thing that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what else was word of mouth? The lost cause of the Confederacy. Oh. Yeah. The myth. The myth. The the easily refutable. The the unequivocally false myth that 
the South was noble in the Civil War, that they were fighting for for states' rights and property rights. Which, what the fuck? Like... And they use basically the fact that some of the, you know, that some of the radical Republicans turn out to be corrupt. Uh, They use that, you know, some of the war Democrats turn out to be corrupt too. And anyway, they use that um, to kind of, they use that imagery in in Gone with the Wind. They Mm -hmm. make all the northern politicians look like, look like complete corrupt, uh, corrupt, what was that term? Carpetbaggers. Carpetbaggers. Yeah. That's a term they use for somebody who comes from the north to the south to, like, exploit their resources or whatever. Um, how to find Kentucky on a map. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Somebody's like, how can we turn this into a conspiracy theory? <laughs> that's why, yeah, that's why it was Kentucky. That's that's why that's why he chose Kentucky. The colonel's not really from Kentucky. He's an alien. Yes, the colonel's an alien, and he discovered the ultimate recipe for fried chicken. Oh. And when he determined that exact map, on a map, he uh, he moved his business to Kentucky. And he started selling chicken there. <laughs> You know what I just le- I remember that you did that you're like have we been humming the X Files theme song? I never knew. <laughs> I never knew that was I, that was just something that I just I was just, I just heard it being used for like you know those like conspiracy type humor. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it just stuck with me ever since. And then I decided to look up the X Files theme song, and I was like, wow. You know what's funny about this ad too? What? Is that in the sequence of the ad, like when you if you pay attention to what he's doing, he gets thrown off the bull, he walks away from the from the bullpen to uh, you know, toward the outside of this barn or whatever, into some crap. Mm-hmm. But then he's outside, and then he just kind of walks around a bit and walks back in. He's weird. So I guess he. I guess he needed as much uh, as much of that real Texan imagery as he could get. Yes. Even um, he's not Texan. Yeah, and that's when we get to. Uh, but most of what he's done is just is just uh, just cop uh, co opt Texas imagery. He co opted a bunch of Texas imagery, and I love I love how um, how Stephen Colbert put it. He he introduced like a character from one of his like writers or something like that who uh, who was running in like every state and co-opted their imagery and stuff. Mm. So I like this. Uh, I'm just excited to see Dan run for for Congress in Hawaii eventually. Yes, I did see that. It'll be entertaining to watch him in a hula skirt and a lay trying to talk in a pigeon accent before it cuts to a stunt double spinning around a stick that's on fire at both ends and cuts back to him pretending it was him the whole time. Yep. Yep, I'm here for it. Nancy the Bull didn't just kick his butt. She also changed his boots, switched his glove, and trimmed his beard. Hold on, I didn't notice a beard. I didn't notice that either.
Hold on, we're watching the Where's the Beard. Yeah. And there goes the alleged Nancy. Uh, yeah, watch the boots. Oh my goodness, like... When did he pick up his hat? Right? That's another thing, is that he went to pick it up and then it's instantly back on him. Alright, so let's skip ahead in some of this. I can't tell if those are similar or... They look like the same boots, so I can't comment on that. Yeah, he just went to walk around. He, they just got shots of him walking around, doing doing some kind of like jackass strut. Where's the trim, though? Yeah, I. It just kind of looks short the whole time. I, I can't. I can't tell about the trim. No, I don't know about the trim. Definitely the gloves, though. Yep, and the hat. I like how... Oh, yeah, see, basically... I'm confused. Why does he suddenly have a new accent now that he's in Texas? Look at the comments. There's one of them that says... LOL, Because a, America. Right? Oh, oh, this. LOL, you're a Jersey... You're from Jersey, dude. You got drunk at the bar I worked at and got tossed out once. Yo! Don't forget pleading guilty to assault charges three times. Yo! Let me look up his Wikipedia. Whew. So the knees of the stuntman are really dirty out the gate, and he has his glove on his left hand. Roddenberry gets up on the ground from with dusty knees and the glove on the right hand. <laughs> I love this. It's just an utter spectacle. I love the re real. I moved my family to Texas because I really want to be in Congress. Yeah, um, so this guy has failed, uh, failed Nevada bids. He ran for Nevada State Senate in 2018. He lost in the primary. And then he he went he ran in the uh for for uh Nevada's 3rd congressional district. And um Now this one he seems to have gotten far. He actually won it looks like he won the primary. But he lost to Susan Lee who is the incumbent. In the general election. Hmm. Okay, no, nah, with the... Not to diss, but nah, with a, with a smile like that, I don't believe you go by Susie. I, I'm, I'm calling you Susan. <laughs> <laughs> you know some people who just got the stern face, and when, when, it's, when they smile, they just look like a kid. Like Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's that's what's going on with Dan. So let me, sorry. His ring that. name was Dan Rodman. Yeah. Okay. Um. Can't take him seriously. Nor I. Fuck uh, that. Like, jeez. Like, who who the who the hell is gonna vote for, vote for that? But then you're like. No, people are gonna people are probably gonna vote for him. So yeah, so he's been accused three times of assault without conviction. Uh, Did he just like beat somebody up in a bar? After an arrest and charges of battery in 2020, 2020, 2010, 
he entered a deferred prosecution agreement. In that agreement, he committed he admitted to committing offense, and upon completion of a six-week anger management training, the charges were dropped. Okay. He was also accused of assault in 2011, 2013, so obviously that, that anger management learned. shit didn't work. I'm pretty sure he beat somebody up in a bar. Um... At least that's what I heard. But you know that he was endorsed by Trump. Mm, of course. Yeah. I read also that Trump had encouraged, uh, Trump had like publicly encouraged, like at a rally, Rick Scott to run for Senate. Yeah. Well, we know how that went. <laughs> Political career. In 2018, he ran for Nevada State Senate and he lost to Valerie Weber. Yeah. And then in 2019, he announced his bid for the Nevada's 3rd yeah, Congressional that's District. That's and he lost he to the Susan Lee in the general election. March 2021, he announced his candidacy for Texas 6th Congressional District Special Election. He was noted for his dramatically changing accent and persona in his campaign ad in comparison to the ones he ran in Nevada the previous year. Can we look at his Nevada? Um, Nevada ad? Yeah. He has a degree in law enforcement. Is that what he has? Oh no no no! I got on. I'm I'm on somebody else's page. Oh. But he actually does have a law degree. Oh fun. From Ave Maria School of Law, he graduated in 2013. I mean, I can go to Ave Maria School of Law too, and I can get a degree. What the hell is this? This dude is like all neck. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Wait, but, but no, I think that's I think that's part. I I don't know what this is actually. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking for a for a Nevada ad. I don't know. There, for, that that one. Right there, two years ago. Oh, jeez. All right, we're gonna watch this. We'll be back. So that ad was a whole lot of nothing. This was his state senate ad. Mm-hmm. It was very basic, and it didn't really even contain his platform. Nope. So, I mean, as an ad, I gotta call the Texas one superior. I mean, even his voice is superior. He's a Texan. Everything's oh, bigger in Texas. Right? Including egos. <laughs> it's a small dick syndrome. Oh my goodness. I mean, if he uh, if he took any if he took anything uh, that might have helped him while he was a wrestler, that that might be that might be extremely accurate. Oh, that's an if. I'm not trying to. I'm not here trying to start that rumor. Ooh. I cannot name you. I cannot name you a, a wrestler, professional or otherwise, uh, who I know for certain did that type of shit. So I'm not gonna go out there accusing people of shit. Yes, you are. Not this shit. <laughs> Okay, so now uh, we're going to get much, much more serious. All right, so we wanted to talk about uh, the, the trial of the murderer of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. The news, they said now they can say that. I've been saying it for a year. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, it was announced that Derek Chauvin, the former... Uh, Minneapolis police officer and the murderer of George Floyd would uh, be convicted. He has been convicted of second degree murder 
third degree murder and second degree manslaughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I saw that shit, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little, were, I, I wasn't you, ready. You were overwhelmed. I I was just I just kind of sat here like blank, like whoa. Yeah. They came through. They really fucking came through. I was genuinely prepared, especially since. Um, some, I forgot who first said this, but the whole, the whole notion that I, I know that I've been repeating too, that, that, uh, the, there were more char it was good that more charges were tacked on because that made it more likely that the jury's sympathy for Chauvin just as a cop and as, you know, as a white man and as a white cop would, um, it would only get him out of one or two of the charges. It could not save him from all of them. Mm-hmm. I was legit ready for him to be convicted on third degree murder or just on second degree manslaughter. But they actually did it. They actually convicted him on all three charges. Mm-hmm. I I just I wasn't ready, but I, I gotta give a shout out to that jury for recognizing the gravity of this. Um Wow. This is this is just this is serious, you know, um, and of course, it's by no means the best case scenario because best case scenario would involve George Floyd being alive today. Mm-hmm. And his family is never going to get him back. Nor by any means does it mean it's justice because it isn't. It's yeah. Derek it, Chauvin at the end of the day is one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it should say something that this type of shit has continued. You know, didn't wasn't Jacob Blake shot after, yeah. uh, after George Floyd was murdered? Shortly after, and then just recently we had uh, Dante Wright. Dante Wright, and you had uh, Alex Toledo, and then just yesterday, right before the verdict, you had uh, the young sixteen-year-old girl. Uh, I think her name is Mikhail. I'll tell you now. Oh, no. Makia. Makia Bryant. Makia Bryant. And she called the cops for help. Wow. And instead of them de-escalating the situation in Columbus, Ohio, they reacted and they shot her four times. What the fuck? And they killed her. Mm -hmm. So apparently... uh, the story, they're still looking into it, uh, and videos do show her with a knife, but apparently she was getting jumped, and she got a knife to defend herself, and she called the police to get help because she was being jumped. And, and they fucking shot her? They shot I, her. I must not be spelling her name right. It's M-A... Uh, apostrophe? M A apostrophe Kia K H I A Bryant. That is, oh, wow. Yeah. Bro, she was being jumped. She called the police for help. That's what I've been reading. I don't know what it's it what's oh, real right. or not.
the Columbus mayor said tragically died. Mm-hmm. Come on, if she got gunshot wounds, you can just say she was. You can just say she was murdered. And four rounds. Come on. Who needed to shoot her four times? Uh, let's see. Holding a knife during a tussle with another young woman. Oh, a man yelled at her. She's a she's probably fucking she's a fucking kid. She, uh and then said, "Damn, are you stupid?" Mm-mm-mm. Uh the officer said he came at her with a knife or she came at her with a knife. Wow. Yeah. It, it doesn't stop. it doesn't stop and and just to show you you know just how how little our lives seem to seem to matter um the fact that this happened oh my goodness and just the reactions to the verdict like i didn't even i didn't even know about makia until today rest in peace makia she that is fucked up. But uh, some of those reactions to... Oh, wow. A study finds that black children are six times more likely to be shot to death by, by police. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm to infer that that's six times more likely than white children. Yeah. But hello, Tamir Rice. Yeah, they're using a picture of him. Yeah. He was 12. He was 12 and he had a toy gun. Mm-hmm. You can tell a toy gun, especially because it has that orange part. You know, and I do remember, like, just as a kid being kind of discouraged to play with toy guns. Mm-hmm. Or discouraged from playing with toy guns. Or at least real, like, toy guns that looked too realistic. We never really had them in our family. They were always really iffy about having them. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like, say, like, one and of the, even those... if it was like the water guns, like bright colored water exactly. guns, or like those, or like those weird looking, like, say, if it was a, like, I don't, I don't personally think that I had like, uh, one of the toy guns, like one of the, one of the Power Ranger toy guns, but if I would have, it probably would have been one of the ones that looks you know out there and wacky and right. not you know not like something that we use in this world yeah and i don't know just always kind of being encouraged to or just kind of always being guided in the direction of of um you know you need to listen to police you need to not anger the police and you should feel intimidated mm-hmm. by the police. So you should you should comply because they can intimidate you. It's ridiculous. And as a kid, I didn't really, you know, until I started to understand race a little better, I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, and I'm sure just kids who are younger now, they have to get it at a much younger age. Yeah, unfortunately. There's just no room 
for for that kind of innocence anymore. No. Because that innocence might give might give a cop a reason just just that second or two. So that they so that they can go back and say, well, that kid was doing this, 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 and then they get off. This is how our country works. Cops are protected, and our lives are basically playthings, especially that of people of color, especially that of men of color. We also have that whole a lot of people's response right away when they see something like this happen is she should have complied. They should have complied. But even when you have people complying, like how many cops were on the scene? Look at look at this little kid. The the sick was it thirteen year old Toledo Alex Toledo is that his name Alex? Yeah, I think Alex or Adam. I think it's Adam. Adam Toledo. Adam Toledo. The kid was complying. His hands were up, and yet they shot him. There was some something about that he that that one picture seems to show him with a gun. Whatever picture, whatever footage we have with his hands up, there wasn't no gun in his hands at that point. No. So that that is to say, if there ever was one in his hands, right? Because who's to say it also? What if what if it was what if it was just like put in his hand mm-hmm. by somebody who was was more afraid of what might happen to them? Yeah. Cause wasn't he hanging out with like some adult or something like that, like mm-hmm. some like eighteen year old, nineteen year old dude? Yeah. Like, it, what did they say uh, in Twelve Angry Men? They reproduce like rabbits. They're not like us. This is how there's people in this world who who not even there's people in this world. A tremendous proportion of our world thinks like this. Uh, a, a proportion of our world that most people would look at and be like, no, that's there's no way. You can choose to be ignorant, but understand that choosing that ignorance is a form of privilege. Yeah. I mean... We even have like a you know kind of neighborhood privileges in uh in areas that are less like that mm-hmm. to the point where to the point where where people of color will deny uh the racism that they are being that they are being subject to um But hey, this is a step. This is a step in the right. This conviction is a step in the right direction. But the reactions definitely show that we have far more work to do than we think we do. I mean, what were some of these reactions? A lot of people were happy about the outcome. People were oh, yeah. celebrating. Yeah, in the no, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the adverse reactions. I'm talking about the negative reactions. The people who were like, he never had a fair trial. Oh, yes. I made the mistake of looking at Ben Shapiro's page. Because Was it a mistake or was it just morbid curiosity? It was curiosity. But it was also a mistake. Cause I, got, I got livid after reading it. So I was reading some of the reactions in another article. And this guy goes, if you really want to see what America is really like, go look into Ben Shapiro's post about this. And see the comments. And so I did. 
And people were like, oh, is this political? The BLM is managing this. He, how are they supposed to protect and serve if they're being arrested? Um, what like, was the other first one? First of all, aren't murder trials kind of political anyway? Um, what was the other one? And also, if, if George Floyd had been killed by, by a black man... Y'all would y'all would y'all would uh, just be crying black on black crime on that. Mm-hmm. So either I hate way, you statement, be, right? I really hate that because nobody talks about nobody talks about white on white crime, mm-hmm. even though white even though technically the most lethal threat to white people is other white people. So, <laughs> so either y'all cut it out or. Or just shut the fuck up, or, or you know what? Do both. I, I like both. <laughs> just, just stop. Just stop it all. Just shut up. Especially shut up. That's one of your favorite phrases. <sighs> shut up. Insert name. <laughs> shut up, Spike. Oh my goodness. Shut up, Emma. <laughs> You're funny. And I take I take minimal pleasure in telling Emma to shut up, but she got mm. some terrible lines toward the end. Yeah. Right, but so one of the things, and, and not one of the things, but uh, along the lines of the many idiotic shit that I read, um, people were saying how the jury was basically bought. Um, By whom? BLM, baby. Oh, right, yeah, of course. They have all the money in the world. Clearly. Um, they were also saying how, of course, they had to uh, charge him because otherwise there were going to be riots and looters. Like... Weren't okay. Can we talk about the white folks who were like protesting the whole masks situation? Bringing kids with them, no social distancing. Yeah. They were basically they were om- they were having like flash mobs without the dancing. Yes, that's right. The oh, and the flash mob with the dancing that wasn't really a flash mob. Yeah, we're just basically, not gonna take it. It's just peer pressuring people to take off their masks. Yeah, that was weird. That was very weird. Now, I also want to talk about the fact that, like, in this trial, the chief of police testified against Chauvin. Mm-hmm. That those are not the type of procedures that we condone. Uh, that's, that's just not what we do. That's not how we operate. That's not how we police. Now, I mean, to some degree, he's wrong because mm-hmm. clearly that's how Derek Chauvin policed. Right. Someone with 20 plus years of experience, by the way. Mm. Also a field trainer, by the way. Wow, yeah. Just like the other chick from uh, Dante Wright. Yeah, the one who shot Dante Wright. That's yeah, right. yeah. Potter or some crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, think, I don't really Fuck care her. her name. Yeah. Uh, let her, yeah, let her Let her get, get a trial or rot too. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, the medical examiner basically did all but say, you know, outright say, listen, you're trying to you're trying to shove what he had in the system back into this. He could have if he would have given, you know, maybe later on, if he would have been given the time to possibly. But he definitely died from a fucking knee on his neck. Mm-hmm. Cut the cut the bullshit. He died from a fucking knee on his oh, neck. Oh, the other one that I saw was like, oh, he died from drugs. He died from that's what the drugs. right. That's what the the whole right is trying to say. A lot of doctors in that fucking comment section. That's all I saw. A lot of fucking doctors and fucking gods themselves trying to like convict the person. 
Yeah. And something about... I'll give you... The, the, the judge, Peter Cahill, says... I'll give you that Congresswoman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned. That is frightening. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, because, because Maxine Waters, she had called for protesters to stay on the street and to get more confrontational if Chauvin were acquitted. And Republicans, of course, they're like, oh, she's inciting violence. No, she's not. She's practicing the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. And rights of peaceably assembly. Yeah. Well, you can't do that in Florida anymore. That's true. Because Ron, death sentence. It's Sentence us to death. Yeah, he's basically sentencing people to jail. You know, if, if you have a group of people, I think it's like nine. If you have a group of nine people, like, demonstrating something, it gives officers the leeway to basically decide, are they peaceful demonstrators or are they dangerous writers? It basically gives more powers to the cop. So shout out to you, you know, oh, my Second Amendment, fuck you on your Second Amendment. And start focusing on the loss of the First Amendment that's currently happening in Florida. Absolutely. <sighs> Couldn't agree more, baby. <sighs> and um, it seems like that whole you can basically use your car to, to kill protesters holds true. I haven't seen anything saying that that's not true. No, 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 it's true. A lot of the comments about it are people saying, oh, because, oh, you people are criminals if you don't agree with this bill. The bill, you're being, you're being blinded by, first of all, by Ron, Ronnie and his big suits. That's Honestly. one. Two, you're being also blinded by the fact that in those 61 pages, because that's how long it is, in those 61 fucking pages... They call it the anti-riot bill. But in there is also saying, you know, you peaceful demonstrators cannot assemble together because it gives the officers a leeway. You have, if you are in a peaceful protest and it gets ugly, even if you're not involved in the ugliness, you can get arrested. Um, there's something else in there. Oh my goodness, there's something else in there. I read it and it was just a whole mess of bullshit words to basically tell you yeah, the First Amendment says you can protest, but no. So I would like to see this bill be taken to the Supreme Court because it's actually impacting the First Amendment. Yeah, it's unconstitutional. It, it, it's unconstitutional, yeah. And Look at us, baby. Had you told me a couple of months ago that I would be like, you know what, the First Amendment says this, the Second Amendment says that, I will be like, baby, you're bullshitting me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into law school. Fuck home. social work. I'm going to go into law school. Bullshit. <laughs> I love social work, but it's, you know what I mean. It, it's uh, I don't even know what to. I probably know the amendments more than uh, Amy Coney Co- Co- it? Amy Coney Barrett. That one. Oh my goodness, probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what to how to react to Ron DeSantis. It's it's such a case of well, when it's peace, it's protesting. When it's something that we like, and it's rioting when it's something that we don't like, like aren't are you people supposed to be Republicans? Aren't you guys the party of small government? Mm-hmm. But you're you're literally signing bills giving the government the right to say no, we don't like you. Yep. Therefore, we're gonna handle you how we want. Like, 
it's proof that they they what they never it's never they never wanted liberty for all they never wanted um no all for one and one for all type shit what they truly wanted was a fascist state that protects people who look like them and condemns people who look like me that's what they wanted that's what they always wanted this is the uh you know the republican party of today is is basically they're trying to be they're trying as hard as they can to be like the democratic party of old and the uh you know the republican party the jeffersonian republican party where it's like yeah liberty 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 but really you know for a white man Mm-mm-mm. yeah all these liberties for white men I think that's why Liberty's name is Liberty. American Doll. That's why her name is Liberty. Because they, they saw her like, boom, Canadian Girl Doll. Then her name should have been Maple. Maple. <laughs> <laughs> you okay That's there? good. That was, that was really good. Um, so yeah, basically get more confrontational in protesting means that you're means that you want violence that's 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 really funny how they can find nuance when it's convenient but in the uh in the georgia law they're looking for they're they're out here looking for language it's like where does it say that it discriminates against people of color Mm-mm-mm. or um what who was it um, name a name when when Ben Shapiro was reacting to 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 Megan and Harry with Oprah. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So you said somebody somebody was being racist. Right there was a was a perfect time to name a name. Name a name. So stupid. Ben Shapiro. His yes. face bothers me. He has such a punchable face. He looks like a bug. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that. He How looks- old is he? He's like in his thirties, pretty sure. Ben Shapiro, look at his fu- look at his face. No, he's not. He's he's thirty seven, my dude. You look old. Here he looks thirty seven. He looks th- no, he looks thirty seven there, but that picture was in twenty eighteen. He looks like his face is like confined to the inner third of his of his, like his facial features are confined to the inner third of his face. <laughs> Oh, he was an editor at large at Breitbart News. Okay, that explains that. Hey, but he's no uh he's no Nick Fuentes. Well damn. Somebody asked the question, what does Ben Shapiro say about his wife? So then somebody wrote, In defense of his misguided segment, he tweeted a defense saying his doctor wife assured him that Pussies being wet ass was caused some sort of medical malady. In short order, Shapiro's inability to bring a woman to arousal, much less orgasm, became part of an internet lore that spawned hundreds of memes. Good. Good. Oh my goodness. His wife is a doctor? His wife is a doctor. And even she could not make him understand, much less make her, uh... Much less afflict her with wet ass pussy. Hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Run that by me again? What was the issue? 
from what I'm understanding, not only could his could his doctor wife not make him understand uh, wet ass pussy, but he couldn't give her wet ass pussy. That he sucks. He couldn't make her pussy wet. This is a lot. Oh, she's not attracted to him. Probably not. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> more Toledon. What what kind of name is more? Like is is that short for something or? I don't know. Doesn't look like it's short for anything. Okay. I um. Hey, keep up the charade as long as you can, I guess. But you have to live with that guy. That's that can't be fun. Oh, his wife is of, of Moroccan descent. Okay. Oh, I thought I read that she was Israeli. Maybe she's yeah, both. yeah. She's a, she's Israeli medical doctor of Moroccan descent. Oh, okay. Um. So, let's see. The... Wait, Nelson he, he lives case. here in Florida? Wow, does he? It says he was settled in South Florida. Why? We don't need him here. Honestly. We have enough bullshit here. Nah, come on. DeSantis, Gates, Scott, and Rubio, they're they're probably, they're like with freaking flags, just like, never enough bullshit in Florida. Bring it on. There's always so much bullshit in Florida. Yep. So, oh, so here's another fun thing about the, uh, this is the the fun thing about the uh, Derek Chauvin trial. Tell me. His his um, attorney, Eric Nelson. Oh, he graduated from Harvard Law. Interesting. Sorry. It's okay. So his attorney, Eric Nelson, he he starts talking about cook, chocolate chip cookies. How if you don't have all the ingredients, if you can't if you don't have all the ingredients, you can't make chocolate chip cookies. Well, this is it's like this. It's like this case you don't have all the all the facts or something like that. I forgot what he tried to what he tried to I really should have written down what it what the exact metaphor was. Oh goodness. But it was just it was just dumb fuckery. That's, is it, isn't it always? Yeah. Honestly, I think he and Bruce Castor would get along. Oh, Jesus. Remember you remember that guy? Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh Oh, yeah, but stop it. Basically, the right, the right just needs to stop it. Just needs to stop it all. Just stop it. Cease and desist all operations. I love when you're just like, stop it. Just stop it. We don't need that shit. We don't need any of this shit. Like, because it seems like... It seems like all the Republican Party has to offer... Not even it seems like. All the Republican Party has to offer is it's just sensational bullshit it seems like they're just in their element when they're when they're making more tax cuts for the for corporations and when they are when they're just talking shit about about how racism isn't real and how everybody gets along and how it's only a few people who just want to be st- who just 
who just want to be angry. It's like, no. <laughs> no, it's just the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of people have to take your racism because you pay them. Yeah. Or because somebody who's racist pays them. Yep. I, I can't. I, this... It seems like for every few steps forward, there's just so... They, they want us to take so many more t- st- uh, steps back. Those are facts, baby. That's absolutely facts. Take three steps forward and then shit hits the fan. And it's like, oh, time to start at the beginning again. Don't collect 200, though. Honestly. Um, think about the, the, the Tulsa massacre. Like, they had a thriving... A, a thriving block full of black business owners. And the white people were like, what is this shit? Mm-mm. Look at all these black people. Why are, all, why are they thriving while we're, while we're poor? Well, probably because your family had nothing but slaves. And, and when, uh, you know, when, when the country decided, hey, we've been fucking up for four score and seven years. <laughs> four score uh, and seven yeah. years. Then your, your, your fortune disappeared like that. It's almost like it was alive this whole time. How dare they? That's the thing. Like, yeah, like a lot of the... A lot of the... A lot of, the, a lot of slave-owning families went on to become white trash. Mm-hmm. It just goes to and show And a lot you. of the white trash are descendants of these stupid slave owners. Yeah. Just goes to show you that... Um, there are just people in this world who will, who will beat you metaphorically with the idea of getting everything by the bootstraps and they don't even know how to feed themselves. Mm -hmm. Speaking of feeding oneself. Ooh, I'm ready for this one. Well, it's kind of feeding oneself. It's, it's, it's the, it's the getting involved. I'm not even looking at you because I see your face. Look at me, baby. It's amendment time. Yeah, I can't. I can't even let. I can't even let the snap breathe for a second. Amendment time. Not one through twenty-one yet. Amendment time. Not twenty-two through twenty-five yet. It's amendment time. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's amendment time. It's amendment time. Look, he's just like staring right into my eyes. I'm staring into your soul. I looked her right in the windows to her soul. Is that all amendment? The 26th amendment? Nope. Oh, thank goodness. Text. Amendment 26. Section 1. The right of citizens of the United States who are 18 years of age or older... To vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of age. Section 2. The Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Tell us, baby. This is one of the most straightforward amendments we got. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, this, it guaranteed uh, the right to vote to 18-year-olds and uh, anybody, anybody older. It really came from... Remember that time that people were saying, oh, people should be really 21 to vote because at 18, 
At 18, all you can do is get drafted. Right. <laughs> right? And that's, that, that was really the whole conflict of this. Of course, you know, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds were most likely barred from, from uh, being able to... What is it? Being able to vote because of that very notion. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the people in power... We love to we love to say, oh, you can't discriminate against old people, but then we shit on young people all day. Oh, you'll get it when you're older. You'll get it when you're older. Yeah, you'll get it when you're older. Fuck that. It's a wonderful um, are we Pacific time? What are we? No, we're Eastern time. Thank you. Sorry, I had to scroll down. How would we be Pacific time? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. It was the first one I saw. I didn't realize I had to scroll down. I'm just saying, you don't have have to show me that Pacific Shore. Mobbies. So, uh, it's, yeah, that was basically it. It's, you know, I'd like to make a, you know, a big history like I did with the 12th Amendment. That was a fun one to go over. But that's really it. The, the, um... The ageism had the the ageism fight started to be lost with the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War saw some of the most intense protesting that the that this country had seen to that point, really. Mm-hmm. And it was really young people getting getting hardcore into it, particularly baby boomers. Yeah, the baby boomers had come of age, and now it was time for them to. You know, to enter the world. To boom. Yeah, they're learning. They're 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 getting all this knowledge from real life experience and from going to university and getting their liberal education. You took the words right out of my mouth, baby. <laughs> and they're basically kind of seeing, wow, you know, first of all, this is a fucked up war. Second of all, America's making it like six times more fucked up. Yep. This isn't even our struggle. And we're going in there, fucking up the air, fucking up the jungle, just so that it's easier for us to fight in uh, fight them on their turf. Mm-hmm. Like we were doing some awful shit in that war. In that war, it's called the uh, the Agent Orange. Um, Agent Orange is a that's appropriate, right? But it it was the there we go it's a rainbow herbicide it was a tactical use chemical that was it was herbicidal warfare used in the vietnam war and we did it for 10 years damn or was it that the the war was for 10 years no the war was for 20 years wow um so let's see it was 245T and 24D. Um, they caused major health problems, especially for, well, I mean, not especially. I'm sure, I'm sure the Vietnamese were hit, you know, were fucked up way more than this because they were still around that land. Mm-hmm. But a lot of American soldiers were, uh, you know, they, they, they had experienced serious consequences serious health consequences because of that it was a it was a really 
We played a really gruesome role in this war. It destroyed LBJ's reputation at the time. That's really what gave... Because the, the Democrat who was running for office, who was running for presidency, or at least the one who really... Who really uh, who really got the... Who, who the party really had to unite behind after RFK was assassinated was Hubert Humphrey. And Hubert Humphrey was the vice president under LBJ from you no know, from nineteen sixty five. Mm. You know, he 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 could only be become he could only get him, you know, while he was running again in nineteen sixty four because the twenty fifth amendment hadn't been uh, ratified. So go watch last week's episode for, for some of that info. <laughs> but uh what's it called? Hubert Humphrey was running. He was LBJ's vice president. So I'm sure the country was just like, you know, we're sick of this Vietnam War bullshit. And they were probably they were probably under the impression that Hubert Humphrey was gonna give more of that more of that Vietnam War bullshit. Even though I'm pretty sure one of his platforms was bringing the troops home. But I'm sure they didn't believe him because that was part of uh, LBJ's platform when he I think he would think that was part of LBJ's platform in nineteen sixty four. Damn. Yeah. But hey, to be fair, LBJ did sign the Civil Rights Act, so, you know. But that didn't help. Uh, Dead Presidents is about, what's it called? That movie is about some Vietnam War veterans who come back to the Bronx and, like, struggle to readjust to life. Hmm. Is, it a, is that a Spike Lee movie? It's a, I think it's a really a really good look at those times though. So with that, um, people basically weren't having any more of the. You know, you you can draft us to to fight. You can draft us to be in this war that we don't believe in, but you want us, but you don't want us to let us vote. It gained a lot of momentum. A lot of states. It looked like they were doing it in the 60s, uh, driving the, the, the voting age from 21 down to 18. But this was what really... Oh, wow. Looks like these debates began in the 40s, though. Oh, wow. The Voting Rights Act, which was, which was uh, proposed in... Oh, no, in 1970... Senator Ted Kennedy, he proposed amending the Voting Rights Act of 1965 to lower the voting age nationally. Huh. And it looks like... It looks like Nixon was down for that. But then they, I guess, wanted to make it, like, full-on law. (laughs) Excuse me. Bless you. So, Oregon versus Mitchell... Uh, let's see. That was like the big case. That Congress could not vote or the lo- vote, lower the voting age for state and local elections. So, recognizing the confusion and cost that would be involved in maintaining separate voting rolls for, uh, for elections for state and federal contests. Wow, yeah, that would be expensive. Mm-hmm. And good job that you're like, no, we'll pay it anyway and just fuck everybody. Because in some, in some manners, y'all do that. 
they decided instead to just make it make it 18. Let's see. In the U.S. House, we had uh, 236 Democratic yeas and 165 Republican yeas for uh, the 26th Amendment. Oh, wow. Only seven Democratic no's and 12, Dem- and 12 Republican no's. Good job, Congress. Three non-voting Republicans and two vacant seats. No, I'm sorry. Three non-voting Republicans and ten non-voting Democrats. And still two vacant seats. And so it's it got it it was ratified, you know, resoundingly. That's four hundred and one to nineteen. And the overwhelming majorities of both parties were with it. So yeah, again, good job, Congress, that time. <laughs> that time. Yep. Connecticut, Delaware, Minnesota, Tennessee, Washington, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Montana, Arkansas, Idaho. These were the first ten states. Oh, and let's throw in Iowa because it was the same day as Idaho. These 11 states did it in a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Then the next third, the next uh, 27 states. Wow. By July 1st, North Carolina was the 38th. Then, oh, then Oklahoma. I guess they didn't get the memo. That North Carolina already signed. North Carolina signed it, guys. There's no need. No, no, we, we like it, though. We like we love this amendment. We love it. Our people love it. We love it. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're included, too, then. And then it's already ratified. And then a week later, Virginia and Wyoming say, hey, you know what? We love it, too. We love it. Who was the last one to sign it? Oh, goodness. So then on October 4th, Georgia became the 42nd state to be like, yeah, we love it, too. Georgia was one of the last ones. Yeah. No action has been taken on this amendment uh, by... Wait, who who rejected it? Oh, nobody rejected it. No action has been taken by Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, or Utah. To this day. To this day! What does that mean? They've done nothing. It doesn't matter. Even if they say, even if they say no, the, the, uh, enough of the country said yes, so it, pl- it applies to the whole country. Fucking Florida, man. Honestly. Fucking Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the 43rd state, South Dakota, decided, they just decided, to, you know what, hey, we love this too. Why not? On March 4th, 2014. Okay, look, sometimes after an amendment has been ratified, if it's been 30 years, sometimes you just need to shut the hell up. Sometimes you just need to, like, stay out of it. Um, that, that's, what this, that's what the 26th Amendment's all about. If you can, if you can, uh, if you can be drafted, you can vote. It's great. If you, you can know, serve, I read you somebody, can vote. Somebody putting something yesterday on social media saying, "Oh, we need to bring back the whole draft thing." Why? That that was my question. Like, why? Oh, for for Afghanistan, where we shouldn't even be. For Iraq, where we especially shouldn't even be. Were we supposed to be out of Iraq? Um, by what twenty fifteen or some crap? Uh, yeah, we're still in there, aren't we? 
Isn't what's his face bringing the troops back? Is he? That's what he, that's what I heard him saying. That's what he said he was doing. We don't we don't we'll believe it when we see it. Honestly. Just cause I don't know, I don't see these are the times where, you know, where we're just we're just kind of like we're just gonna kind of chill and say and, and always be at war or something. Because mm. again, we were supposed to have ended that war a while ago. Okay, it's listed as having ended in 2011, Iraq. still fighting in Afghanistan 19 years 6 months and 2 weeks god damn what are we fighting at this point I don't know I'm not gonna lie I've never been especially uh, especially hip to what the fuck we're even doing but this is the longest war in American history You know, we uh, we got Osama. Mm-hmm. Uh, are are we at the point where the Taliban and Al Qaeda are just like one amalgam? Basically, I don't, I don't I don't even fucking know. Because people used to people used to kind of talk about them interchangeably. Mm. So yeah, I don't know, but bring these troops home. And uh, don't elect Dan Rodimer, yeah, Rodimer. No. But, I mean, maybe do elect Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, there's a there's apparently in, he's a, he apparently has interest in running for governor of Texas. Yeah, I'm here for it. Over Greg Abbott, I'll take almost. I mean, anybody who's not in Congress currently, or. A polit- like uh, one of these governors or whatever currently. Because, I mean, you know, we certainly don't want to move Ron DeSantis to Texas. I don't think Texas has done that. I don't think Texas has done me so wrong that I would wish them like that. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that's a cute meme. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, one of my coworkers. Yeah. Are those handmaids? No. No, baby. No, I know they're Amish. Yeah. Yeah. Handmaids don't get to do handshakes like that. No, they don't. Under his eye. Mm, that's true. Uh, yeah, they'd start thinking that, uh... they start thinking that those handshakes are, uh... Those, those, those handmaids must be hoodlum handmaids. <laughs> Okay. You know, you know one of the craziest moments that I'll never forget from that show. What? When what was her name? Uh, was it no, not Emily. Um, the new of was it uh, was she of Warren or was she of, of Glenn? Of Warren. The, no, the 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 skinny black chick. Yeah. Yeah. When. Like, what was it that happened when? That that little 
the little kind of tussle that that went down at the store because she was ha- because June was having everybody ignore her. Yeah. Now it's, uh, you know what that that actually I I have a I have a short rant about all of that honestly. Okay. So I thought that scene was just so dope. What what exactly happened? How did she how did she get the gun in the first place? I don't remember. All I know, I'm still on season one again. Okay, so what you don't want me to ha- spoil it for you? No, I have a week. I have a week exactly to get. I'm almost done with season one. I need to get through season two and season three in a week. In a week. So, I'm taking Friday off for the same reason. <laughs> this um, what is it? The damn it! Oh yeah. However, she got that gun, and then she aims it at June, and then June kinds of. First of all, she she just kind of stands there like a gangster, like not letting him intimidate her, and then she kind of facially motions like, like this is your opportunity, bro. Yeah. You want you're gonna waste it on me? Lydia's right there, and and she catches it too. Yeah. Like, you're right. And then, and then she gets shot. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Ah! What the fuck? That was all. Oh, my goodness. That, but then the, then the next episode was such a waste of time. She's just there, just wait. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait for her to recover. She, she just, she's being punished, waiting on her knees for her to recover. And then she decides she's going to... She's going to wait for her to recover on her own volition. What was that? I don't even know. That was my... That's another one of my problems with June throughout this series. Aside from her face? Yes. Her face is honestly one of the least... Her face. Her face is one of the least problems (laughs) I have with her. No. It's the fact that as soon as she's like resolute about something, like, yes, I have a plan and I'm going to do it. It's like... That's the cliffhanger of the episode. And then in the next episode, we see... She does nothing. Wow. She she had none of this under control to begin with. No. Like... Oh, that's right. She stayed in... Uh, when she gave... When she gave the H over to... Yeah, because I, I call... I call the daughter uh, the H. Hannah. Because she's isn't isn't she like Holly? Wait, is she is she Holly or Hannah? Oh, Hannah's her oldest. Yeah. Uh, Holly. I think. It's yeah, Holly. so she named her Holly, but Serena named her Nicole with an H. Yeah. Which why? But whatever. Uh, so I call her the H. <laughs> um, what is it? So. So he, she gives the H to Emily. So that they can go, so that they can escape Gilead, but then she sticks around. Uh, it was to save Hannah potentially, right? Allegedly. But then she just like. I feel like they're just stretched. I feel like they're just making her, you know, almost almost do great, but then she falls short just so that the show can last longer. Mm. Like I, I I just I'm I'm sorry I'm never gonna forget how silly that just all felt. Like, yeah, next episode, she's going to mean business. But then the next episode, the beginning, she's just getting, she's just lost and panicking. Like, what the hell? Why are you ruining this for me? 
Sorry. I'm kidding. No, but it's it was just like it it just seems so silly. Like they want to make her look I get that you want to make her look dynamic that you know you want to see her we want to see her through all her emotions. But it's just some of these choices they, they it just doesn't seem right. Like come on, how long was she trying to kind of get Janine in a in a in a you know in a manageable place in a place where Janine wasn't always acting up and getting her ass beat Janine was not very manageable yeah which don't get me wrong she shouldn't you know that I I, I don't want to be using that adjective anyway because she should have freedom like a person eh, but we're talking Gilead yeah yeah, I suppose we'll talk more about this when uh when season four starts next week. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch a little refresher too. You see? Do they offer refreshers though? What do you mean refreshers? This is not a Like recaps. Yeah, they have recaps at the beginning. Yeah, so I just need I just need a couple of recaps. I don't know if I wanna go back and watch everything yet. Because also some of these episodes are just so slow. They are, that's why it's taking me a while. Yeah. Um, oh, so, the, uh, the video for Dubai is out, it so is y'all should out. go watch that. Rising through the ashes like a phoenix. It is out. It's out, y'all. So, yeah, be sure to, be sure to look out, or just go watch it. Do it. Search Cyrex Dubai. That, that, honestly, you can just find it through that. <laughs> yeah. Or search Frixos, F-R-I-X-O-S, Dubai. Yeah. That works. That works. Oh, crap. What happened? Uh, new cases just came in. Uh-oh. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, y'all. So we'll be here next week. Bringing you the real... Bring you the real, real. The real, real. Bringing you the real, the talk, the soup, the dish. <laughs> what is that? Those are like the four shows, right? Yeah. Wait, what? What's what is it? There's the real. There's the talk, and there's the uh, oh, the view. That's right. The view. That's that's the one I forgot. And there was the soup with Joel McHale, and there was the dish with Danielle Fischel. Topanga. Yeah, I know who Danielle Fischel. Okay, is. my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool indeed. And hot like some soup. <laughs> Be sure to follow on Cybrex MC and Super LC and the Free Show Podcast and Mama LC Flan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weak bars, but whatever. <laughs> Got me on the speaker. 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 What as we go live with the freak show jam? What as we go live with the freak show jam? Boom. Boom. Beautiful. Right.